Hey, this is Jack with Black Button Distilling. Pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cask Chasers Podcast. gents doing this fine afternoon very well yeah. very well yeah 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 i uh with whiskey in the glass as they say whiskey <laughs> in the glass say your parents didn't tell you that shut up there's whiskey in your glass i was eight so I there's mean, sober how, kids in yeah. india yeah there's sober kids <laughs> in india you need a no one ever said that that's uh, i think it was yeah. on a magnet somewhere i like that we built a hobby around drinking and then that hobby became a show and then that yeah. show got successful Yet we're still drinking. We didn't forget about our roots. And that's what's important. <laughs> that's true. That's what's important. It's very full circle. Yeah. The success yeah, yeah. of the show encourages us to drink more. Right. Yeah. Right. It's the stress <laughs> of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just mainlining it. Um, I'm also, I like that we have guests. That's cool and fun. I like that Aaron's here because he's my best friend. And, um, Did we ever get Aww. best friend bracelets? We do. We have them. That's right. We do have them. I'm the only one that I'm, hasn't gotten one yet. I lost mine. I f- I lost mine and then I found it the other day. This this episode is called Friends Bracelets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what this is called. I'm also doing well since you asked and then Bobby talked for 11 minutes. It's okay. But, uh, I'm looking at the timer. And, yeah. Yeah. 11, yeah, no, 11 minutes. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> How does it feel to be in studio again? I, it's... It's good. It is much less warm than it was last time, which I don't think our guest will believe because it's still pretty warm. Um, I have a sweater on, but it's yeah. I I like it's that. It's comfortable. I'm, it it's comfortable. I'm I'm always warm though, so I'm not glistening. So that's good. Yeah, I like to not glisten. We'll see. Yeah, we got oh, some alcohol oh, in front of us. We'll okay. see. Exactly. Okay. No. But I'm doing well. Thank you. It sounds like we're. How are you? Thanks Kate, for asking, Katie, guys. how are you doing? Do we ever ask her how she's doing? I rarely care. What if I told you this was a test the whole time you've been failing? <laughs> I, legit, I don't. I don't think we've ever asked her no. how she's doing. She you asks us how we're doing, and we get all yeah. offensive. Yeah. No. 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 I appreciate it. First of all, thanks for caring. You know why we don't ask? Because we're super jealous. Because we know we're about to lose you to something you're supposed to love more than us. I know. And that bums us out. I know. That's yeah. going to be wonky, right? Right. We're going to walk by the baby and say, what are you doing here? Right. She's right. our mom first. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take our place in her heart. That'll be good for a psyche. Probably. I think yeah. we should expose it to that very early. Yeah. No. yeah I'm good. I am increasingly pregnant. I'm like mm. eight and a half months now. Um, my favorite hobbies include eating and sitting down. Um, am my- I pregnant? <laughs> I know every time she tells us about being pregnant, I'm like, I do that. I, I, me too. Go ahead. What's, what's weird is... Uh, you guys are not the only men specifically that I've like shared some of my symptoms with. And they're like, wait a second. This seems to be a little bit too parallel for my comfort. <laughs> no one ever tells me I'm beautiful and glowing, though. That's never happened. Well, Doctors I've, use words I've like obese. That, I've but, told you you're glowing at least twice. Yeah, yeah that's well, true. You might be glistening by the end of the podcast. Glistening and glowing. 
Can we drink with our new friend? I think so. Maybe we should introduce our new friend because as we've alluded to, we do have a guest in studio with us today, guys, which is super exciting. So with that, I'd like to welcome to the circus of our conversation, Jack Scardino from Black Button Distilling. Afternoon, guys. What's up, buddy? It's a blast uh, to be here with you. God, he survived to... the first few minutes, so congrats. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he sat there the whole time shaking his head. You're... I'm gonna. You have the. You have radio voice. I have radio voice. Oh my god! Well, that's ah, right. there it was again. I just, yeah, I'm it's just not uh, radio voice. That's hungover voice. Oh, just slightly eh. different. Fifty-fifty. Potato, potato tomato. I need. I have Jack. I want to ask you. I don't know if it's your profession or if it's just coincidental because every body we've had in studio has been hungover because <laughs> Avalon was uh, very hungover. <laughs> she was. So it might be part of the, it might be like 50 50, or we encourage people to be hungover when. Uh, yeah, let's say we have to prepare. Yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> a lot of that happens on Friday and Saturday night. Ah, makes yeah, sense. Well, you know, that's good. So what you're saying is you were super excited to join us for I was, sat or I Sunday morning. I prepared mornings. a lot. <laughs> Been working very hard. He exactly. woke up, he woke up 30 minutes ago. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Excellent work ethic. There no, but go. thanks for being here, man. Um, you know, um, I was introduced to you by Mark mm-hmm. from Old Mine, just um, our friends at Old Mine. And then you and I met up at the Farmer and the Cow, great um, bar restaurant. I love Farmer and the Cow. Great selection. Wow. When Bobby was like, I met this guy at a bar talking, it was fun. I was like, we'll see. It you happens know. a lot. We, we weren't <laughs> sure if you were going to come in and like just be a, some sort of person that like just wandered into a bar. But he, he's got like branded <laughs> t-shirts and that sort of thing. So yeah, like, I have I'm to like, say, right, this guy is. I almost didn't make it. Oh, oh no. no! Oh no! They gave me that habanero burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's fine. It it was it's a really good. I've had hamburger. I've it had de- like a bite of it. It depends twice, on who makes I was like, it. I get it. Except that the like chutney, yeah, was uh, like eight habaneros. Just so that was it. In, in the area, one of the best whiskey selections. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Period. Um, but they're a burger joint, and they, think Bob's Burger. They have all these crazy burger, you know, recipes, and, and they're all, they're all delicious. Well, there's one called yeah, the Mu Caliente. And I've had it a few times. I love it. It's one of my favorites. Um, so it was uh, it was great meeting you. Great sitting down chatting with you. And then I'm really excited for this conversation because you have a lot of passion, which you, the listeners are going to hear about what you have in front of us. Um, and I know we want to get into your past a little bit and what brought you to this dark world of whiskey. But um, this uh, trepidatious, yeah, um, sadness that you're in now <laughs> and hungover in a warm studio. Um, how did you get here? You know what I mean? How do you, how, how did any of us right. get here? That's, That's right. actually, so. an, it's an interesting uh, question because I, um, I had no, I, I joined Black Button Distilling about four, almost five years ago. Um, I came on as just, a, I knew someone who was working behind the bar. They needed some extra help and I came on as just a weekend bartender. And at the time you were, we were kind of young enough. We started, uh, were founded in 2012. Um, at the time, the interviews were with our founder and president in his office, mm. and he said, you know, what's your favorite drink? And I looked at a man who owns a New York State farm distillery and only makes bourbon, and I said, I like tequila. <laughs> uh, so, And for some reason, he thought that was acceptable. That's true. Um, and that worried you a little bit. Yeah, and um, but no, but I stuck out. I So I learned all... Everything about the process, everything about who we are really from nothing and from really not being a, a brown um, spirit drinker at all um, when I was hired to realizing that there's something interesting about what's going on here. There's a process. Um, 
I was always asking questions because there seemed to always be, you know, that's what like the frontier is. As you get bigger out, so too does your lack of knowledge and what you want to find out. And it was a great environment because I was always getting answers to these questions. What is, uh, where does the grain come from? How, how is it made? Um, as my journey went along. So I started, like I said, as just a weekend bartender, started doing tours and, uh, and tastings, offsite events. Then we needed some help on the bottling line. So I would come in in the week and help out on the bottling line. And eventually, a couple of years later, it was, we were really starting to take off and we needed more help in the back in production. And our uh, owner, Jason, said, do you, uh, do you want to do this full time uh, in production? And I said, uh, duh. <laughs> um, and yeah. And that then was I, a second interview. Uh, yeah, right. And then I had... This kid's doing well. I had what was probably the best job that I've had ever for the next few years. I mean, it, it was a... If you don't like getting wet, if you don't like getting sweaty... Mm and dirty it's not for you um but i was totally fine with that and i got to do something with my hands and when you see that first bottle come over the line yeah. and you know that like i'm you know in part responsible f for this and then you write the batch number on there when mm. you put it in a box it's you hear the it, choir of angels behind you yeah <laughs> and it's it's so rewarding um and also like i said just perpetually interesting uh, to learn all there is about this process, which I knew nothing about prior. So, and now you're on the sales side, right? And now, yeah. Now, what happened most recently? Um, I needed to make the move. We're from Rochester, New York. I had to make the move to Philadelphia um, last year. You know, August 2020, not the best time mm. to be looking for a job. Why? Uh, <laughs> well, something happened. <laughs> so I said, uh, well, I was actually lucky enough to, to stay a part of the team. Um, obviously, I knew the product. I'd been making it for a couple of years at that point. And uh, yeah, and now I'm, uh, I'm in Delaware, New Jersey, and Maryland, covering a massive, massive territory for it via Philly. So yeah. yeah. So, I've, so I've seen every aspect from uh, hospitality to mm -hmm. production to sales, everything but accounting. You're basically. green to glass. You know what I mean? Oh wow! Yeah, I'm oh, so early you in the conversation. We went glass. there. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a T-shirt. There you go. I'm grain. I'm I am grain to glass. That's I right. am like I am group, but I am grain to right. glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, exactly. I'm so smart, <laughs> so witty, <laughs> and just deep. I'm a deep person. Well, I don't know what else. Yeah, you're something. <laughs> that's cool, man. Um, I, I like that because I think I've heard people talk from your point of view before. But uniquely, you've gotten to come up through the whole process. And we've talked to people that have put whiskey in glass and been part of the process. You know, Sam from Bardstown, she mm -hmm. had the opportunity to, um, you know, be a part of a pr the production of a whiskey and everything. That passion you feel, and I've seen it. I, I've been, we've been in distilleries. We've been doing this a while. I've seen that passion of I made this. Now it's in a bottle. It's it's my baby. There's a pure love there. The hard part, I think, it, you, you make good whiskey, people are going to like it. But I think the hard part is now you have to sell that feeling to other people that weren't in the distillery. And I think that's transferring that idea has got to be a little difficult because you're one of many reps that come in and you have this whole, you know, the angels singing, like Katie said, behind you. And you have to go and say, you guys don't hear that? You don't hear those right. angels singing in the background? The difference between is there a little frustration there and trying to get the product across because you you are passionate. I mean, you believe in this in this product and, and everything. I honestly think that everyone 
that I've known who's really worked with us for more than a month is going to kind of have that thing going on. I mean, I think it's built into our identity. Um, and I, it's interesting, like I said, because I came without any of this and I, I was being sold to, I was given the tour and tasting, um, before I worked there and then I started doing it and I understand sort of both sides now. I mean, and as even working as a distiller, uh, as one of the assistant distillers in production, um, part of the job is giving tours to whether it's someone who wants to try out a single barrel or just anyone in the community that is interested. Um, and I like to think that a lot of the, that my experience doing it and my interest is rubbing off there. I mean, it's part of the job to explain what's happening, but I think that really, if you, if you're just talking about what we do and how, how it's done, I'm giving you something that you hadn't thought about. Hi, do you like tequila, right? Sometimes. Okay. Well, we're not talking about tequila. We're talking about something that I think is even better than tequila. What? It's called mezcal. Oh. <laughs> I know you don't like mezcal, mm. but I absolutely love mezcal. I know. And Impex has a new line called Mal de Amor. Okay. And I don't speak Spanish, but I know Amor means love, and I love mezcal. Fantastic. And so what the cool thing about this brand is they're focusing on wild agaves, mm-hmm. right? And it's all made in a very artisanal style. Great. And it's delicious. That sounds fantastic. Should I? Do I have to say any more? I don't think so. I think that pretty much does it. Well, I will say they do madraquiche, tobala, right? Tepestate. I mean, all these things, these are exciting words to you. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> you know what I'm excited about? What? Our partnership with Cast Chasers Podcast. Impex is really proud to be a partner. Great. One thing that I really like is that, you know, you, you've, you've only, you've only been in the industry a handful of years. A lot of our listeners are just hopping on yeah. and being like, I, I feel like I don't know anything about whiskey. I, you know, I did, I've got all these questions and all that. And, and, and I mean, you're living, breathing proof that just if you have a hunger for it and if you are really wanting to understand and know you, 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 you can just become a font of information and if you can just absorb it. And I, that's one, one really neat thing. When, when I looked and saw sort of like how long you've been with the company and all, I'm mean, a young company too, you know, and it's just, that's really neat to me. And I think a lot of our listeners will sort of connect to that because, you know, either just getting into whiskey or just being aware of whiskey for a handful of years and just the the vast knowledge you can gain and how how deep you really can get in. That's why I like young distilleries because these older distilleries kind of have a to a lot of newcomers they they're they're almost what's the word I'm looking for a little a little too much, a little heavy, a little, yeah. a little, you know, trep, you know, if like, I get into that a group, little dense, maybe. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then the people that are drinking it have been drinking it for 20, 30 years. And you're like, how do I keep up? But young distilleries tend to offer a product that they're like, this is for you, but it's also for those people. It's also mm-hmm. for the whiskey drinkers. It's all, I want the old heads. I want the guys and, and the women that have been doing it for a long time, but this is also a gift for the newcomers to whiskey. And I think that's what I get out of it. Yeah. So when people ask me, you know, what should I start with? If somebody's in New York specifically and they say, you know, where should I start? It's this one. But I'm also going to, you know, friends that aren't, that are whiskey drinkers, that are whiskey drinkers. 
and I'm bringing you a bottle of your stuff and say, hey, you guys got to try this because we love craft local and all that, with, you know, mm-hmm. green to grass. It's class a different whiskey. conversation for sure. But it's, it can be two conversations. Yeah. And I think that's what I think I kind of, I'm, I'm not speaking for you, but I kind of, that's what I liked about our conversation. No, I'm with you. Yeah. And I mean, it, it also serves, I mean, it lets us try new things. Yeah. Um, and it's also, it's real. Like when people come in and it's all, you know, the distilleries, it, this big glass windows, there's, there's nothing to hide mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you come in and you do the tour and you're walking around and you, and you smell the tank and you, you know, you see the grain silos. I mean, it's something is happening here. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a walled off ivory tower thing. Um, and I think that that's really important. And if I can kind of go into more of the story of the brand, that's c- very consistent it's a with really the cool whole story. identity. Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay, so we were founded by uh, uh, Jason Barrett, our current president. Um, Jason was 24 years old when he started Black Which Button. Which I can't wrap my mind around. I mean, we were talking about yeah. that a little bit earlier. That's I, funny. You know, and I was like the bartender when I was 24 <laughs> for the company. Right. Yeah. So, but, um, but his family's lived in the Rochester area for many generations. His great grandfather, in fact, ran a button factory. Um, the original building still stands. His mother still runs it oh. today. Um, so he had this entrepreneurial, um, sense. And of course it was tied to Rochester and had been for many generations. So he starts his craft beverage journey in his, uh, college dorm room brewing beer mm. they say well you can make it you can't drink it and it's like okay whatever <laughs> um interesting <laughs> wait hold on <laughs> uh, the, he gets away with that okay <laughs> and then uh, but you know life life moves on and he's uh and he's he's working for paychecks and but he wants to i want to come back home i want to and i want to take up the entrepreneurial mantle basically i want to and i want to create something and he gets really serious about um, what would it take in order to build a distillery. There had not been one in Rochester since before Prohibition. Mm-hmm. So Black Button was the first one when they were founded in 2012 since Prohibition. And if you know that and you want to and your identity is firmly within Rochester, New York, um, you know, you want to honor that. So. Uh, we are a grain to glass distillery. I love that. We're a New York State licensed farm distillery. So all the in order to have that cert, over ninety percent of your ingredients have to come from local uh, New York State farms. For us, we know the farmers. They live about forty-five minutes east of us. There's two principal farms that we use, and that's where one hundred percent of the grain is coming from. That's amazing. Wow. So it's like, you know. I mean, you've talked about we talk about MGP. I I have a smoke yeah. wagon in my house. Like yeah. I love MGP. Right, but it's kind of. The point was, what's what tastes like Western New York, Rochester, New York bourbon, um, and the only way to the only way to tell that story is if it's coming out of the ground mm-hmm. in, in the area and all made by us, and and so and so that's what we try to do. There's, and I hope you know I want to get into the whiskey itself. I think that's the point because I've been I've been drinking it. Shocker. Um, anyway, um, back to that. The passion. listeners are like that son of a. Um, unlike your distillery, we are facade and and uh, and 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 smoking mirrors. Now, um, what I love about the two different stories you get from you know distilleries, I have all love for MGP or sourced. You know, it's not always MGP, but that's yeah. the classic. Have all the love in the world for those people. Um, and I and I respect it and I get it and I'm behind it. You know, Penelope is a great example. Mm-hmm. I love what they do. I love their whiskey. I'm wearing their hat right now. Um, plug. Um, <laughs> but 
there's something different about and something I, I adore about a distillery that's saying, no, we're going to from grain to glass. Mm. We're truly going to make it. We're going to do it because that's dangerous. That's rocky. That's 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 we're tight roping risk. without a net. You know what I mean? Mm. And if you can get outside of the door, you know, if you can get a product on the road with that, you're, you're in it. You're what you got. it. You did it. High five. That's amazing. I, I, I truly, truly respect that because you're surviving off gin, you're surviving off, you know, grain spirits, you're surviving off cocktails, you're surviving off the bar. You're really looking at it from different angles and nobody's just rolling a barrel into your building and saying, okay, you purchase this and based on your profile, you're making it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's amazing to me. So bravo. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, for, for anybody listening, I think that's amazing. That so. was actually one of my questions for you, Jack, before we get into the tasting bit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as you're, as you're going along with this new company and going through all these roles and everything, I, I'm so curious about what the moment was where it clicked with you that you wanted to be a part of this. Was it the story? Was it learning the process? I mean, there's yeah. so much there to sift through. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know that I would have been so keen on taking up a full-time production job, you know, a real blue collar occupation. Um, had I not already gotten to know, I mean, at this, at this point, a couple of years goes by, you know, a smaller company, I don't know at the time, maybe there's 50 employees and it, and I got to know them all, you mm-hmm. know, through doing this. Um, so, and I understood at that point, everyone else believed. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I got to meet, um, Jeff, our, our head of distiller had a production um i got to ask him these questions got to you know what is this and what what is the what does a whiskey helmet do and why is the angle such and whatever mm-hmm. um i think it was just it was clear when they asked me uh, it was it was clear that i wanted to do it it was, a, it was a gradual thing but like i said the more that i discovered about it the more questions that i had and the more i wanted to know um but there was definitely a point a few months in where I realized um, that, it, that it was real, that something was happening here and that it was, um, that there was a really cool process to be a part of. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's, there was like an inciting incident exactly, but, mm-hmm. but it, it's all part of the, um, it grew on you real good. It <laughs> did. Yeah. No, I mean, it's all, it's all part of the, and, and it, cause it's sincere and that all that, that comes from Jason and that comes from um, the, the staff that, that had founded it and really been a part of it for the whole time. And I don't, think that that's really you can make you can manufacture a fake that aspect yeah. to it i mean you can do a tour and you could just read a script or whatever but yeah. it doesn't matter i mean you'll you'll you can and you know the difference when you go to those places we uh, we found places that are faking it and they're not real here's their names no <laughs> uh, i will say in the whiskey industry they are few and far between yeah i i have found just the industry as a whole has a whole lot of passionate people which I, is neat you also i mean to be fair you do need to commit a whole i mean mm. yeah well and i think that's probably a big part of it too you're so right. you mean, he's got the final piece of the puzzle he's got to go to the bank yeah well 12 banks yeah because they, 11 of them didn't so want to talk to him fun. we're gonna do this thing it's gonna be this much money and mm-hmm. I'm not going to put anything in a bottle for like a couple of years. No. So what do you say? Right. <laughs> How about that return on investment? You know, yeah. The whole building could yeah. blow up also. I believe <laughs> they, and, and, and the liability. Yeah. But they told them, they said, I never thought we would get our money back, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, and, I think it was, and it's hard. I mean, it's, you, it's this is not not a full-time job. This is like four full-time yeah. jobs. Yeah. It's everything. I asked Jay from Reservoir Distillery one time, distilling. I said, you know, if I wanted to get into distillation or any part of it, What's the, what's your biggest, you know, you know, your, your biggest 
advice, piece of advice you can give me. He's like, be okay with not being paid for four years. Oh, yeah. 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 No, he, he, yeah. Yeah. he literally sold his house. Yeah. And, yeah. and had a cot. And this is an old, it used to be a window factory, and the building is old as brick. When, before we put the concrete in, it was a dirt floor. Needless to say, there's no heating or anything. Mm. And Rochester, I don't know if you know, gets cold. I've heard it gets a little heavy, <laughs> um, yeah. And snowy. Tidbit. Yeah. Mm. You know, so yeah, it's a, you're not. It's not a side hobby. Like, mm. it can't that makes, be. That makes sense with what you were saying, though, as far as like the sincerity and the passion, because like you don't go into a venture like this unless you're committed to any level needed to fail. make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Like a year in, you're like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bad time I wasn't expecting to live here I wasn't expecting to have to clean everything all the time <laughs> before we really start wrapping up Jack um, bravo oh yeah before we really start wrapping up bravo team all of you not just Jack because there's other people but <laughs> before we really start wrapping up here Jack um, just give us a, a rundown of where people can follow you follow black button where they can find you what stores they can find you is it available to be shipped to places i i, I don't i don't know any of these things yeah yeah, so yeah. Um, just sort of your little elevator pitch or whatever us. you want to do there yeah please uh go check out black you can sort of get an overview of, of of everything and our story and who we are and, and what our products are and and honestly come through like if you're if you have any excuse to go up to Western New York, um, catch a Bills game or something. I don't know, uh, and uh, and uh, and and come in for a tour and a tasting. We'll show you a good time and we'll show you what we're doing. Blackbuttondistilling.com. Um, uh, uh, like uh, where can they follow you? Yeah, yeah, you personally. If you personally if you've got a, a handle or the whatever. Street. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little ominous. This got this got this took this took a left turn. <laughs> Follow me on the street. On the no, I'm St. not John's. a celebrity. I am the Jesse Pinkman of Black Mountain. Okay. <laughs> this okay. is I just sort of weird. like I just sort no, of like I love that. make it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like the guy. I like that a lot. <laughs> I really do like that. Oh, me, you know how can... in <laughs> the, the, everybody that li- they're going to want to follow and they can't, that made you more. Yeah, You're going to have fake accounts. Like... All right. You got a question? Email Jack at blackbuttondistilling.com. Boom, there Boom, it is. There it Whoa. is. That was good. That I'll, was answer, good. I'll answer what you night. need to know. But um, we're we're in 14 states right now. Um, we're expanding every uh, every year. Uh, actually, this year we were the was the fourth consecutive year we made Inc. Magazine's top 5,000 fastest growing nice. companies. Um, and so, yeah, and not so, even distilleries, companies. N- yeah, yeah. If there were 5,000 distilleries, that'd be sweet. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but no. So, so we're always on the up and up. We'll 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 be in your uh, zip code. Soon. Well, we'll be there at your zip code soon. And you, and you can get us on you know. on Ma- Mash and Grape is uh, is is a good great resource. Just online Drizzly, all these places you can you can still okay. find us. Perfect, now. perfect. Thank um, you so much for please coming. Please do. Oh my it's God, my pleasure, dude. guys. Thanks for for yeah. having me. Yeah, oh yeah seriously, God, it's been a blast. All right, Chasers, we're just going to pause there for this week, but don't worry, we're going to continue this conversation again next week on the Cast Chasers podcast. And in the meantime, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cast Chasers. You can also join our Facebook group. Don't forget to check out our website, which is castchasers.org, for show notes, Cast Chasers swag, and much more. And until next time, remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram, it's all in the chase.